This is Smarter Markets Presents. Visit smartermarkets.media to learn more. Today, we're going to take you back to the FT Global Commodity Summit in Lausanne, Switzerland. We were able to attend this year and worked with the Financial Times to do some mini interviews around the conference and bring you some scenes from this gathering of commodity experts, practitioners, and trading houses. Our next guest is Halima Croft, Managing Director and Head of Global Commodity Strategy and Middle East and North Africa Research at RBC Capital Markets. Halima sat down with us after participating on a panel on pricing oil in a low-carbon world. Have we seen the last oil boom? Great to see you, Halima. I wanted to ask you, I think this is your first year at the conference, but how would you describe the nature of the conversations that are occurring and how did that compare to what you expected coming in? It is my first year attending, but I've been a close observer of this incredibly important conference. And I do think what is so interesting for the past two years is this conference is held right as we are in the early days of what looks to be some sort of crisis. I mean, think about last year, it was the early days of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Nobody really knew the scale of the Russian supply disruption. People were forecasting potentially multi-million barrel disruption out of Russia, concerns about other you know, Russian commodity exports. Now we're here in the early days in Switzerland of all places, and the question is, is there going to be some type of contagion to commodities from this crisis in the banking sector? So to me, FT picks their timing superbly in terms of gathering some of the most important market participants in the room as we think about what does this crisis or potential crisis mean for commodity markets? And in terms of the things that are being thought about and discussed, I was curious, what sort of ideas did you want to bring to the conference this year to share with the participants? And if there are any ideas that you've heard here so far that you really want to take away? Well, one of the things I sort of wanted to bring up, and I, I did in my panel, someone told me three times, is when we think about sort of what are the underappreciated risks, we, we focus so much on the big story of the day in terms of this year, it was, is it going to be Pal or Putin that the market is most concerned about? Obviously, the big story right now is the contagion story. But I also wanted to sort of put a spotlight on some of the other issues that have been under the surface, but if they become bigger, could have an outsized market impact. I'm, I'm deeply concerned about the Iranian nuclear program. I think that in previous years, if we had had Iran this close to being a threshold nuclear state, Bibi Netanyahu back in power in Israel, there'd be a lot more focus on the potential for some type of conflict around that nuclear program. I mean, it was just in Saudi. They just did that deal with Iran. But I think that reflects Saudi anxiety about, you know, potentially being targeted in the event that there is an Israeli strike. And the Saudis essentially saying, we're going to take proactive measures to ensure that we're not the tip of the spear of an Iranian response. So to me, I wanted to sort of bring back into the conversation some of the stories that we have sort of neglected. And to me, one of the biggest takeaways that I had not appreciated was this discussion about the Russian oil flows and the fact that you have new market participants that may not have the same type of technical expertise. And is there a potential risk of, for example, environmental catastrophes? I mean, to me, when I was sitting on that panel, that was my kind of aha moment is, what are the risks around having certain type of tanker fleets moving Russian barrels? What are the environmental risks? What are the headlines that could be coming three to six months from now around that? And the FT will certainly have their conference at the time those come to yes. the forefront. And so far, we've rattled off war, 
geopolitics shifting in a generational way, energy transition, the environment. In this commodity environment that we're moving into, what do you see as, what does the industry need to be able to deal with everything that's coming its way? I hear more than anything, we need clarity, we need a clear message from governments in terms of what the regulatory regime is going to be around energy. Certainly in the United States, there's a lot of conversation around speed in the permitting process. You just had the U.S. Energy Secretary Granholm you know, announce measures to try to speed that up. That has been one of the biggest asks of energy companies in the United States. When I think to Europe, the real question is, what is going to be the basis of Europe's energy security? What role does natural gas play in that? Is this still a transition fuel? Is it a destination fuel? What type of contracting environment needs to be put in place to ensure Europe's long-term energy security needs are met? And I think that's going to be a very important conversation. Do they move more to long-term contracts for natural gas? Do they still remain largely spot market participants? What happens next year if we have a colder winter in Europe? And I think the bigger question is what is the outlook for Europe if we do not have Russian molecules on a multi-year basis? This is Smarter Markets Presents. For episode transcripts and additional episode information, including research, editorial, and video content, please visit smartermarkets.media. Please help more people discover the podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. Smarter Markets is presented for informational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented on Smarter Markets should not be construed as investment advice. Always consult a licensed investment professional before making investment decisions. The views and opinions expressed on Smarter Markets are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the show's hosts or producer. Smarter Markets, its hosts, guests, employees, and producer, Avax Technologies, shall not be held liable for losses resulting from investment decisions based on informational viewpoints presented on Smarter Markets. Visit smartermarkets.media to learn more.